like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We've got some great music for you here today on Song of the Soul. Our guest is Andra Suki. Andra grew up in North Dakota, part of a musically gifted family, including her Dakotan storytelling father, Chuck Suki. And Andra has made her own place in the musical world, now located in Minnesota's Twin Cities. And that's been handy for her multiple appearances on Prairie Home Companion, among other things. Her latest album is Little Heart, which is just Midwestern modesty for the really big heart you'll get to know this hour. Andra Suki joins us by phone from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Andra, welcome to Song of the Soul. Hi there, it's great to be here. I think you've got a busy life going on right now. Are you doing lots of music these days? I'm doing lots of music. I'm doing a lot of writing, a little bit of traveling, a commercial session here and there, and some voiceover work, just whatever I can do. Did connecting up with Red House Records increase your workload? Um, it just changed it. It just put a different dynamic on it. They actually are great at helping out with tour support. It did give me someone, in a, in a way it gave me someone to answer to, I guess, so that I had to get things done in a timely manner, not just sort of answer to myself. And so, you know, I have a free record deal with them, and I want to make them proud and, and do well for them. And so... It lights a fire just to get things done and to book shows, and I'm very proud to be with them. They're a wonderful family to all of their artists, so I think it's a really good fit, and I look forward to onwards and upwards as being part of the Red House family. Of course, you come from a musical family yourself out there in the Dakotas. I've heard the music of Chuck Suki first, I don't know what, 15 years ago or whatever. You were raised from the crib singing, I'm assuming? Yes, I was. You know, I have this story. One of the first bands I was in, we were on tour, and we happened to be going through North Dakota. And so, you know, we were all starving in the van, and we decided to stop at my folks' farm. And as we were leaving, my mom came running out, and she said, Andra, I'm sorry about all this. I feel like it's my fault because that you were destined for this life because when I was pregnant with you, I used to play Linda Ronstadt albums all the time and put the headphones on my belly. (laughs) But, you know... My mom is a musician as well, and as it turned out, my little brother Ben, well, he's 34, but he's a wonderful musician as well, too, and he's done quite a bit by the way of being a professional musician. The only one who really hasn't followed in that path is my little sister, and she's a veterinary technician. So you're saying that there's one stable one in the family. (laughs) She's holding down the fort. Well, let's get started right away on the music that you've picked out for Song of the Soul. What would you like to share with our listeners first? Let's start with something up-tempo. How about Libertine? (laughs) Now, is that advocating a lifestyle, or is that a song that you want to advocate here? (laughs) That is just, uh, you know, I would say semi-autobiographical and partially fictional 
character in this song. I tried to go about this record being more of a storyteller than I had in the past. It's about a character who is a little bit lost in the wind, but also a very strong person. And so I think that is kind of the story behind this character's adventures. How much is it autobiographical? You know, you could ask me that, and my answer would change at any different point in my life, depending on how I'm feeling. Because if I'm feeling, you know, there are certain times where I felt a little bit more lost and a little bit more blowing in the wind. And then all of a sudden, something can happen, and I'm a little bit more grounded, or I'm feel like I can take control of the situation. And so I guess that that part changes, you know. There, it definitely roots from an autobiographical viewpoint, and then from there I just went with it as far as this character that I created. There's always a little bit of yourself in every song. So we'll find a bit of Andrasuki in her song, Libertine.
Libertine by Andra Suki. Suki is spelled S-U-C-H-Y, and her website is andrasuki.net. That was, again, Libertine, off of her newest album, Little Heart. Obviously, somewhat autobiographical and somewhat not. I hope you have a good and fertile imagination. It helps with writing songs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it does. And sometimes you just get stuck, too. But my husband gave me a challenge to try to get outside of writing just emotional songs that only dealt with myself. And his way of doing that was he challenged me to try and write a song without the words you, I, or me in it, which proved for me something that I wasn't able to do all the way. However, it did get me thinking more about storytelling in my songs. And, and of course, like I said before, they're always going to come from my own viewpoint and you always get a little bit of yourself in it. But sometimes telling another story just gets you coming from the song in a different direction. You know, I was thinking about the apology that you got from your mom because, you know, she exposed you to Linda Ronstadt at an early age. The apology is that you're this roadie, unrooted person, but now you're married. Does that mean you're more settled down? (laughs) You know, I I guess I don't quite, there are parts, you know, there are parts of me that care about different things more than I used to, like, you know, maybe stability in certain ways, health insurance, that kind of thing. But I've always been a person that's willing to take risks if I feel like I can back up the workload or if my heart tells me it's the right thing to do. And so in some ways I've been an act first and then, oh man, I maybe should have thought about that a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) But in a way I think that gives me the freedom to make music because music is something that comes out of nothing and if you don't take that first step, then it will never happen. You make your music, I think, a lot right now with Andrew, right? What part of the music is he and what part are you? You know, he's my producer. So being married, that has, we really had to, it's taken a long time to learn, and I don't even know if I could say that we've fully gotten there yet, but to learn how to work together and still be married. (laughs) (laughs) That is a challenge, isn't it? (laughs) He has to come with an an outside point of view, and it's got to be not just worrying about my feelings, but for the best that we can do for the song or for the album. He also plays guitar, and then when we're writing, I generally start the song or start the idea, but lately he's been doing that too. And then we look to each other for maybe different wording or different melody choices, or he'll say something like, you know, you've kind of been doing that same chord progression, maybe let's try something else. And he helps me a lot because he's a better guitar player than I am, so I get limited that way. So it's hard to separate the work from the marriage, but I have to say sometimes it's tough, but it also can make it more personal. Well, show us some more of the fruits of that marriage of music. What's next? I think we should do darkness. Oh, go from libertine to darkness. Hmm. Just to change it down a little bit, yeah. <laughs> darkness. I, I somehow think that this is a minority experience for you, that darkness is not usually where you find yourself. I just have this sense of evanescence in you. Is darkness a very common experience for you, or is this only imagined for someone else? No, I think everyone has their share. You don't have the high points if you never feel the low points, and nothing's ever perfect all the time. I mean, being an artist comes with some extra, I don't know, extra flair in the <laughs> in the mental department, I guess. And, you know, it's, sometimes it's the kind of thing that keeps you up at night or worrying about, you know, how things are going to go in the future because... 
as far as music and art goes, there are no guarantees. And so to be able to open up your heart and put it into a song for everyone to hear sometimes can put you in a very vulnerable situation. And with that, you also have to be able to share sadness. So we're going to get another peek at Andrasuki's internal dynamics, darkness. Something a bit slower, more reflective part of Andrasuki's landscape. It's called Darkness. Her website is andrasuki.net, and Suki is S-U-C-H-Y. Andra is like Sandra without an S. I hadn't ever heard of another Andra before meeting you. Is this a common name, or did your parents just drop an S when they wrote it down? My dad made it up. He was in the car, my mom was pregnant with me, and he just said, how about Andra? You know, he's a songwriter, so he probably was just came to him. And I have met other Andras. I've met Andras. There aren't many of us. There are a few in other countries. But I don't think all of us came by the name the same way. I did just get a message from my neighbor who met a woman whose name was Andra Thompson. And she knew who I was, and so she wrote me a note, and she wanted to know how I came about my name. Maybe she'll hear this, and, and then she can know the answer to that. But... Yeah, I like my name except for the fact that it seems so hard for anyone to ever pronounce. (laughs) Even though maybe it's because it's the simplest version. I don't know. In which part's harder, the Andra or the Suki? I mean, people look at it and obviously want to pronounce it Suchi. Oh, yeah. I get all kinds. And then I married uh, 
you know, Andrasuki is my professional name, but my husband's last name is Perzina. So on my marriage license, my last name is hyphenated Andra Lee Suki Perzina. And so <laughs> I still keep Suki as my professional name. That's just too much to ask is for the, for the, <laughs> whole, the whole meal deal there. You know, you and Andrew could have done what my wife and I did. We just made up a new last name when we got married, which is where Helps Meet came from. Instead of keeping the challenging names and hyphenating and doing all that and then imposing the burden on kids, we just said, who are we together? And so Helps Meet, this old English word meaning spouse or the way we care for each other. That's wonderful. So it's fun. But anyway, we were also, I want to talk about the song darkness and one of the things that you say in there is something about darkness keeping you from showing your true self one of the questions i had is maybe the darkness is part of our true selves is this i kind of wonder if you know having to have life on the stage you've got to be up there in front and speaking to the audience their needs that that part is what keeps you from showing your true self yeah that's well said i mean it's you don't always feel like being on stage. You know, you don't always feel like you can say exactly what's on your mind. I mean, sometimes it just wouldn't be appropriate. But it's just being able to be completely open, you know, to, to be your true self. Sometimes it isn't pretty, and sometimes it isn't always happy. That's where that comes from. Well, share some more music. I want to catch more glimpses of you, the various facets of your diamond. <laughs> How about tear gas? Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's go from darkness to tear gas. So what's this about? What do you, how do you want to introduce this to folks? Well, you know, I had the honor of singing with a friend of mine and one of my favorite songwriters named Nellie Mackay at the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul during the RNC convention. And she is very much an activist and real fired up. And after the concert was over, she got the entire crowd to march over to the RNC convention. And it was just something to see. I don't know if you heard about this. This was in 2008, but they had SWAT teams, they had riot gear, and it was just something to see in downtown St. Paul because there were so many people protesting. And, you know, they had tear gas and everything like that, and I was just sort of that scenario in a place that is normally fairly peaceful and beautiful and just all of that. It was just so heavy and hard. That was the and dangerous, you know, and, and, and uh, unstable. And that's where the beginnings of that song came from. And then I just went from there with, you know, melodically what felt good. And, and it actually that part by itself started long before I finished the rest of it. And the rest of the song sort of deals with, you know, Saturday came and went again before I had the chance to change. And what that speaks to is my intentions were to make a positive change about myself and here another week went by and I didn't do what I intended to do. So that's where that part comes from. And the song is Tear Gas, Andrasuki. You didn't stop to think You barely even blinked When something's flying at your
Changing Oneself and Changing the World, Tear Gas. It's by Andrasuki. Joining us today for Song of the Soul, her website, andrasuki.net, A-N-D-R-A-S-U-C-H-Y, and it's .net. If it's hard for you to remember, just come via northernspiritradio.org, my site. I'll have a link to her and more information that would be useful to find her and other guests that I've had here, because this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. Northernspiritradio.org is the website, and on there we've got more than seven years of archives that you can listen to and download various musical guests and people making a positive change in the world. You also have a place to leave comments. Your comments are really helpful for future listeners and to me as well, guiding my choices of guests that I'll have on. Also a place to make donations, and that is how we make our income. If you make a donation, I get to eat. So, northernspiritradio.org. Again, Andra Suki is here. We just heard tear gas. You asked, Andra, if I had heard about what happened at the RNC convention there when it was in the Twin Cities. And yes, I had. As a matter of fact, on my Spirit in Action program, if people care to look it up, I have an interview with one of the people who was arrested in that time. So I had an interview with someone who was there on site and experiencing what you did. Did you actually get a whiff of the tear gas, or did you just get to see it in the distance? Just saw it in the distance. I did not want to get too close to that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess in North Dakota, I think, which is where you grew up, you didn't have so many chances to encounter with tear gas, did you? Not so much, no. Although maybe now that there's all that, maybe now you might catch more of a glimpse of that if you went on spend some time in the oil patch. But when I was growing up, it was fairly calm. I know of your dad is very much a storyteller in the North Dakotan mode, I think. How much of your life was connected at all with activism, or is this landing in the Twin Cities a place where you get to see activism happening firsthand? My dad has always been an activist towards taking care of the prairie, the environment, humanism, and towards values that protect what he thinks are the good parts of the world. History, love, nature, the conservation of the prairies, that kind of thing. And what parts remain with you? I mean, what parts have you adopted? Oh, uh, pretty much all of them. You know, I there's not much that I disagree with. I don't want to inherit that land and develop it. And by that land, I mean the land our farm is on. I'm a natural activist and also as far as how we raise our cattle even. So I guess you could say a lot of that has stayed with me. Even though you're a city girl now. You know, in my heart, I'll always be a farmer. I even, I, you know, and I have a, my big garden and I just, I have a few animals at home. I just can't get away from it, I guess. Oh, good. You mentioned one thing that he would, work for and support. You said humanism. I think of humanism, secular humanism, I think of it as a religious or a relationship to religious. Were you raised religiously? Everybody out there, I think, is either a Lutheran or a Catholic. You know, my dad was raised Catholic. My mom was Lutheran. We did go to a Lutheran church, but we went to church at the Youth Correctional Center, and there was tons of music. It was a very loving environment, very open environment. I think it was maybe a little less stringent than... I'm very grateful for it. I guess right now I wouldn't consider myself necessarily to be practicing any religion. However, I'm a pretty spiritual person, a God-loving person, and a love-loving person. But I'm glad that I had the experience to learn about a religion that was in a peaceful and not shaming environment. That's kind of interesting that you say that, considering it was a correctional 
solidity. I mean, that not that where the shame and the guilt and all that's, but it was a positive experience for you. Oh, this was only positive for them and for everyone else. I remember when my little sister was born, she would just get passed along to all the kids down the, down the pews and they would get to hold this beautiful little baby and, you know, we would get to have them over for Christmas if they were, you know, had earned, you know, by good behavior or whatever it was. But I would say that the gifts went both ways. Well, let's keep the gifts coming. Why don't you give us another song? How about a birthday song? Okay, that sounds like a good gift. A birthday song. By the way, this song, my commentary on it ahead of time is that it doesn't sound like a real happy birthday. I'm not sure. It's, oh, it's... I just... <laughs> yeah, ahead. sorry to interrupt. I, I guess at first glance, it seems like it's a sad song, but in reality, it's a hopeful song, and it's a song about love, and I guess that's as simply as I can put it. It might take a while to understand that, but I know at first glance, it seems slow and it seems sad and morose, but really, it's a hopeful song, and it's about finding love in any situation. Well, we'll give our listeners an opportunity to find that love by listening to a birthday song. Maybe we'll go far away Maybe we'll go But now we gotta stay So
the hard way, which is, I suppose, perhaps the most common way of doing it, a birthday song by Andrasuki, today's Song of the Soul guest. Uh, sadness. I, you're married. Uh, when did you actually get married, Andra? Well, you know, my husband and I started living together in May of 2000, and we didn't get married until 2009. So Let's not rush into it, right? <laughs> you know, it just, I guess we just didn't rush, and we waited until the time was right, and, and it was right. And so we've been married three years, a little over three years now, three and a half years. It was in June. And I feel like we've got a very good foundation, so we're lucky in that respect. We had a, a few friends during that time that we went to lots of weddings and then saw a lot of marriages that fell apart, and I don't think that influenced our decision of how long we waited, but I do think that, like I said, it just gave us a good foundation to grow from. How did you celebrate your wedding? Did you play the music for it? <laughs> no, we hired a band, and then most of our, a lot of, well, not most, well, yeah, most of our friends are musicians, and we hired a, a core band and then kind of let people come up as they wished and, and sit in, and, and uh, it was kind of a jam session. We celebrated out by the farm at this beautiful place called the Bohemian Hall, which is an old building, 100-year-old building, just off our farm. They used to hold dances there for all the farmers. We had a big tent outside. The kicker is that it was 75 degrees the day before. It was June 6th, and the morning of the, our wedding, it snowed. <laughs> so we we thought, they say, well, if it's going to rain on your wedding, that's good luck. And we thought, well, if it snows in June on your wedding, that's got to be even better, right? <laughs> you must have awesome luck, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. It comes and goes. So this is in North Dakota you're talking about, by the, that farm? Yes, south of Mandan. How many people did you have come? Yeah, about 300. Oh, my goodness. That's a big tent. Well, we invited, we just invited a lot of people, and we thought if they're willing to drive seven hours to get there, then okay. We really didn't think everyone was going to come, but sure enough, they did. Did you have to put them all up, and did you have everybody bring tents or what? (laughs) No, we provided, we had a few people that stayed at the farm, and if they wanted a tent at the farm, they could. Most of the people, we just set aside a few blocks of hotels in town. It sounds like a wonderful event in the snow. Yes. <laughs> I've been to other weddings like that. Uh, one of my good friends, Sam and Melissa, they they got married, and that day it snowed, and it was a few inches worth. And Sam, he wanted to say his vows barefoot in touch with the earth. So stepped out in the snow. And did there you that. go. I bet he really felt it. <laughs> yes. Okay, keep going. More music for your Song of the Soul. How about uh, You Can Keep It? It sounds good. And does this one come straight from your heart? I, I have a sense that there's a part of you that really feels this one. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I wrote this when I was 30. Um, it came at an opportune time when Andrew and I were participating in this Rift magazine, which is a local music paper. They were putting on these 36-hour songwriting challenges. Everyone would get emailed the same topic, and then 36 hours later, you perform them live. This particular time, the topic was money. And I was feeling it at that, at that point in time. I was really feeling, uh, I wouldn't say jaded, but I was feeling my age, and I was feeling like 
do I care about what I see monetarily from as the fruits of my labor or is the joy that I get from it enough? And do I even like living in this city or should I just go back to the farm? You know, having that topic for the, for the song was the catalyst for me to, to put it into words. I was sick and tired of waiting for my time to come. If I could make a lot of money, I'd validate all of the hard work that I'd done. If only I could buy the right clothes, maybe I could buy my way. Or if I had the coolest vintage kit to play If I could lose ten pounds, I'd be a better singer If I got a front page picture on a high profile newspaper But I didn't understand All I needed I had right here in my hands Well, you can keep it, I don't want
Andrasuki says it so rightly. She says, you can keep it. Inspirational song about how we actually look at what's important to us. And I guess music is uh, one of the top things, uh, maybe family. I don't know. What, what, what are your top rated aspects of life? You know, lately I'm just into finding joy and love. And that comes not from money. It doesn't come from things that you have. I've known people that are wealthy that are unhappy, and I some of the poorest people I know are the most happy. So it's finding that inside yourself, and it doesn't come from something that you can buy. Is this to say that a new guitar, the, a vintage guitar, like you say, you know, you've got the perfect vintage guitar that shows off, that wouldn't make you extremely happy? Of course. I'm not saying that it wouldn't, <laughs> but, but it's not defined by that. Yeah. Obviously, this isn't a prescription for everyone in the world. Each have their own items that give them the joy. Sure. And, and I'm just looking for more of what does that for you most consistently, most often. You know, um, I love doing yoga. I love getting centered. You know, I love going for bike rides. I love nature. I love watching the leaves. There's a lot of little things that really make me happy, music and a lot, all the people in my life. So there are many small things that make me happy. Well, we have a lot of things in common. My wife teaches, has a yoga studio here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Oh! <laughs> so next time you come to town, I can get you in for free. That'd be great. I just went today. <laughs> and being centered, how do you center down? I, As a Quaker, I, I mean, there's many ways I do it, of course, but every week when I get together with other Quakers and we center down, do you have a community or a people or a place that you center down? Is it mainly on the yoga mat? Mainly there. Also in music, practicing with my husband gets me a little more centered, writing. Yoga is wonderful for me to get outside of my brain and make it just quiet down for a little bit, just be still, you know, mentally. And for me, I have a pretty active mind, and so for me to just slow that down, calm it down, for me, that's wonderful. Do you have one of those t-shirts that says, breathe? <laughs> I don't, but I, but I think it. <laughs> I'm sure you can get one of those brief T-shirts from Northern Sun, and it's right there in the Twin Cities. I'm sure it's yeah. available for you. Yep. Well, it's important. It slows everything down. Okay. Well, speaking of slowing everything down, let's hurry on to your next song. Well, how about if we speed it up to 90 miles an hour? Oh, my goodness. You really do like contrast, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, this song is another one of the songs, believe it or not, that came from the songwriting, the 36-hour songwriting challenges, and this time the topic was public transportation. And at the time, my husband and I had been touring quite a bit, and we had been taking some gigs in Chicago. So we would be driving to Chicago, and you would think it just would take like maybe five hours, six hours to get from Minneapolis to Chicago. And what happens every time is you just get right on the outskirts of downtown, and then you just sit in traffic forever two, three hours before you get downtown. We got so sick of it, we literally just said one time, next time we're just going to take the train. Because <laughs> it'll take us right by the traffic and we'll wind up downtown anyway. We can bring all our gear. And then we got the topic for the 36-hour songwriting challenge and it was public transportation. So that started that. We'll speed right into it. 90 miles per hour by Andrasuki. We walked around the northeast part of town the other night I really didn't mind I can't quite remember what we did or what we talked about But I'm sure I didn't mind 
of having Andra Suki as our guest today for Song of the Soul. Website, andrasuki.net. Suki spelled S-U-C-H-Y. You can come via northernspiritradio.org, of course. I have a link to her. You can find out a lot more about her. Again, the song, 90 miles per hour, taking the train from, I guess, the Twin Cities down to Chicago. Yes. Blazing along at 90 miles an hour, and it doesn't even matter if you're drunk driving. <laughs> That we just threw in for fun. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do they serve alcohol on trains these days? I don't know. I've not. Uh... I have no idea. And you know, we haven't even done that trip yet. That's still on our bucket list. Okay. Well, I hope you keep taking things out of the bucket, putting them into reality. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> 
I do appreciate so much advocating for that public transportation. I think the U.S. will make much better friends as we use more public transportation. I think we don't know our neighbors because we sit in our cars separately. We don't really know who's there. I fully agree. At least you have a good amount of public transportation right there in Twin Cities. Can you take it around town? or? I do. I, in fact, I'm, I'm taking the bus today because it's just getting around downtown is much easier done by bike or bus. If you have more than one place to go, for me anyway, then parking is expensive, the traffic is, you know, congested, and the bus is quick and easy. And so is biking. A way to freedom. Mm-hmm. Public transportation and biking, two things close to my own heart. <laughs> Andrew, one of the things I know about you is you've graced the stage of Prairie Home Companion a number of times. How did you get connected up with that? Well, let's see. About 12 years ago, I met Sam Hudson, who produces the talent, and I met him at a commercial jingle session. And through the years, we kept in contact. And then my dad wound up being on the show a couple times. And I kept running into people that were on the show, and then one day, I just got a call. Then I got a call the next week, (laughs) and the next week. And so from there, it just turned into a wonderful, challenging experience that I think has helped me to grow, find parts of myself I didn't know were there. brave parts of myself, and it's a joy to do that show. I just love it. It's quite a gift to the whole country, and I think beyond that, Prairie Home Companion, we can see clips of you performing there on your site, andrasuki.net, right? Yes, and I also have a YouTube channel from my website. The YouTube channel has many Prairie Home Companion clips and lots of other ones, too. You can check her out all over the place, Prairie Home Companion and otherwise. Again, andrasuki.net is the doorway to those clips. We'll share a little bit more of your own heart with one more song. I think we have to finish up pretty quickly here, Andra. What would you like to close with? How about Little Heart, the title track from the CD? This is a song that's about the part of the country where I'm from, south of Mandan, the Little Heart Creek. And it's a tribute to what my grandparents and their parents went through so that my generation could have it so easy compared with what their tribulations were. And it's something to think about, at least for myself, every time I'm feeling sorry for myself, that I really do have it pretty easy. And I'm grateful for that. We do have it so easy, and we do take it so easily for granted as well. I had the blessing, I guess, of living as a Peace Corps volunteer in West Africa in a village. And, you know, we take it so much for granted that you can turn on a fan. I was living without electricity and there's no running water or any of that kind of thing. And I tell you, you can really count your blessings so much easier when they're not just tumbling over us left and right like they do in every day of our lives these days. Yes, exactly. And you're fortunate to come from good stock out there. (laughs) Hardworking, definitely. Thank you. We're going to close out today's Song of the Soul program, interview with Andra Suki. Again, website andrasuki.net or follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. The song is title track for her newest album, Little Heart. Andra, thanks for sharing the joy, the music, the sadness, the reflection, and for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thanks, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Little Heart by Andra Suki.
song for Andrasuki's Song of the Soul, title cut for her latest CD, Little Heart. Track her down at andrasuki.com, A-N-D-R-A-S-U-C-H-Y.com. Or, as always, follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. And while you're on my site, please post a comment about Andra. Even better, listen to and download any of the seven-plus years of both Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action programs on the site. And you can also find the stations where we're broadcast and get your station to carry us if they don't already. Special thanks to the good folks at Red House Records for connecting me up with Andra Suki and others of the fine line of musicians they represent. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song of the soul.